Bobby Wood signs with New England while RSL makes no new signings, and the USMNT are eliminated from the World Cup. You're listening to Here at the Riot, a Real Salt Lake soccer podcast. out there um you're listening to here at the riot and this is dax and this is josh we are back we took a bit of a break we're back yep just just a whole bunch of stuff which we don't have to get into but uh (laughs) we have been watching a lot of soccer with the world cup going on and we're gonna talk a lot about that but, uh, There's almost been too much. Yeah, I haven't been able to watch every single game. I've tried to at least watch the highlights of every game. But uh, but first, before we get to World Cup stuff, uh, a tiny bit of RSL news. I guess it's RSL news. Uh, Bobby Wood signed with New England. So yay. I mean, what do you th- what do you think about that? So I think I think at one point the idea was floating around like, oh, we because de- we originally declined the option to sign Bobby Wood, mm-hmm. um, which I mean, you know, take that for what it's worth. But I th- I know that we thought that possibly they were going to sign him again, but to a smaller contract, um, which I was I was all for. Um, because I, I think Bobby Wood's a good player. I don't think he should be making, you know, the third most, have the third highest salary on the team. Um, so I, I was all for, re, you know, negotiating a lower deal with him. Mm. But, I mean, that's obviously not happening, and he's going to New England. So, um Hopefully. Him and Bruce Arena are buddies. That's why he went to New England. Dude, you're so right. It goes so back right. to his USMNT days. I, you know, I forgot that Bruce Arena <laughs> was the head coach of both New England and the USMNT at one point. Yeah, and I don't know if you've been paying too much attention to New England, but since Bruce Arena took over, he really likes to sign his OG... Oh, yeah. Like, go-to guys. Like, he signed Legit first, and he signed Altidore, yep. and now he's signing Bobby Wood, and, like, Legit was an okay signing. Altidore didn't work out. We'll see how Bobby Wood mm-hmm. does. And, I, but, mean, uh, he did, I mean, he basically just sat on the bench and made a million dollars for <laughs> this yeah. season. So, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, he's a good player. And the issue is just his health. Yeah. Like, it's tough to... And he's good enough that you have to pay him, like, decent money. And so then you just have to ask yourself, is it worth it to pay him this much money if he's going to play, like, less than half the season? It's all um, supply and demand, my friend. Watch, watch. He's going to sign Michael Bradley next. I'm calling it. <laughs> like, hey, maybe. you, you want to... Pop on down to New yeah. England. 
Yeah, it's it's weird. Like just with the way the MLS rules are with the salary cap, it it punishes injury prone players even more. Yeah. Because then it's like like in other leagues like Barcelona, they have so much money they can they paid Dembele for he was basically gone for two whole seasons. And they just kept paying him. Yeah, and he's everyone knows he's a good player, but it it didn't like financially cripple Barcelona to be paying someone who wasn't playing. Whereas in MLS, if you're paying someone big bucks and they're not playing, mm-hmm. you're toast. Although Barcelona but, uh, did get into some financial trouble. Yes, but a while ago. That, that was for so many reasons. So much That's so a- they had to, you know, let go of Lionel Messi. Um <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, hope uh Bobby does well. Wish him the best. Maybe he'll prove us wrong and have a healthy season and score. I hope he goals. gets injured. Cuz if we can't have Bobby Wood, <laughs> no one can. Oh, dang. I'm, I'm just glad kidding. I didn't buy a Bobby Wood jersey. That would have been embarrassing. I almost did and I went with Miram instead. Miram's no, Miram's good. I mean, he's... I hope he retires with us. I hope he just sticks it out. I think I I I see that possibility. Um, I do because what he's got like two years left. Maybe it depends on how we use him, obviously. But um, yeah, yeah, he's 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 done good things for the club. That's a that's a good jersey to have. It's a good memory. Yeah, yeah. And honestly, I would have been fine with a Bobby Wood jersey too. Even though he he did mm-hmm. a lot less, but he still had his moments like that Sporting KC the second goal in the playoffs. Oh yeah, that that yeah. was. I I I'm gonna get oh. a uh, a Rusnak jersey. Just Dang. to. <laughs> Just you to. You are insane. You know you know never let him know your next move. That's that's my motto. You'd probably have to find it off like eBay or something. They're not gonna be selling it. No, I'll just get a custom one, and they'll be like, they're "Like, what would you like the name to be?" I'm like, uh, Roosnack. <laughs> and they're like, "Um, are you sure? Do you know?" You're what? right. You can do that. You uh-huh. can just type in the name. And can I get oh the little goodness. carrot over the the A, please? <laughs> oh no. No, I. Um, if we're talking about like potential, like good, good jersey name, like good jerseys to get, I think Savarino's a good one to get. Crylock. Um, depending on how he works out, Ojeda could be good. I mean, he's just on loan, but if we decide to to stick with him, could be a good good story. Yeah. Glad and Herrera are always good. Oh, yeah, I forgot about those guys. But, yeah, they're good. No, dude, okay. Andrew Brody. He was was an Uber driver. (laughs) Did you know know, that? There are lots lots of good options. But did you know that he was an Uber driver before (laughs) he played soccer? And then he's like, I'm going to be an Uber driver. Andrew Brody being an Uber driver is the new... Zach Wilson's mom. 
I, Literally every, every broadcast, they're like, did you know? <laughs> I think it's so Andrew funny because, like, they'll do, the, they'll do this routine with, like, Matt Turner. Like, he didn't start playing soccer until he was 16. And then he... Oh, I got so sick of that, uh-huh, dude. Yeah. And, like, now he's playing oh. in the World Cup. Or, like, did, I, you didn't watch the, uh, um, the Spain-Morocco game, did you? Uh, I just caught the highlights. Well, so the the guy who scored the winning penalty, he apparently uh, grew up. Yeah, he grew up in Spain, and his dad was a street vendor in Spain, and ever like everyone was like, he's a street vendor in Spain, and now he knocks Spain out of the World Cup, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> like at, at what point do we, you know, not care about this anymore? Everyone wants to find a narrative, Dax. Mm-hmm. I, Everyone loves a good story. Or, or you know, they'll be like, every time Gio Reyna's on, on screen, they'll be like, his dad was Claudio Reyna. His mom is, you know, this chick who played for the, the USWN, <laughs> USWNT. Sorry, that's, that's hard to say. Or, um, or, uh, Timothy Weah, his dad is the president of Nigeria. Okay, that one's okay, because then they always show his dad, and his dad is just very well-dressed. I'm always very appreciative. He's got the watch, got the nice, well-tailored suits. It's just interesting, because he's, like, president of Nigeria, and his son is playing for the USMNT. <laughs> yeah, it is a bit It's like, hmm, funny. I wonder if there were any, you know, if he was a dual nat. I mean, of course like he was, but most of the U.S. <laughs> are. Hey, it's the it's the great American melting pot. Yep. You know, the home of capitalism and cheeseburgers and dual nats, yeah. apparently. True, true, true. Uh, what were we talking about? Oh, um, Bobby Wood. Yeah. So, in other MLS news and RSL news. Uh, there is no news in that almost every other team is either making moves or has rumors floating around that they are in talks with players. And with RSL, we have not heard anything, nothing whatsoever. Actually, I take that back. Whoa, have you, you just, you're going to whip that we, out? We just signed an academy kid, that's all. Oh, in true RSL fashion, yeah. why would we go pay for someone when we could sign a 15-year-old? <laughs> They're like, you know, everyone's out there signing, you know, designated oh, players. We're just going to assign teenagers. No, I was wrong. I misread this. Uh, we did not sign a teenager. One of our RSL Academy teenagers was called up to the U15 Mexico national team. Oh. My bad. <laughs> well, that's great. Um, that is great, but uh, mm-hmm. we didn't sign anyone, and there are no rumors that I've seen. So, yeah, we kind of expected RSL to, you know, sign someone. They have, and they have. Didn't we decide they had two DP slots they could use? Yes, because Crylock can be bought down. Um, yep. So, you know, that's a that's a thing that exists. But so far, RSL has done nothing. And then you've got people like the Portland Timbers, 
who just made a huge signing of Evander da Silva Ferreira. Um, $10 million from the Danish Superliga. Um, and I, oh, I, I don't, I don't think I told you this. There are rumors that, uh, Sergio Busquets, um, is going to Miami. Yeah. Inter Miami. And I know there were rumors Blech. that Messi was also going to go to inner Miami, but those rumors have been floating around for years now. I think they've gotten revitalized with the world cup, but anyways, Zero, absolutely zero rumors about RSL making any big moves. Yeah, this is exactly what I expected. We will sign someone, but it will happen literally hours before the transfer window closes. Mm-hmm. And we'll we'll all be kind of like, um, okay, like I, we won't, yeah, we won't think it's terrible, but no one's gonna be super excited about it. Because I think the last we heard, they were looking for a new manager. Like, <laughs> Well, yeah. That was at the same time that Twitter kind of lost all credibility. That's true. <laughs> what are you talking about? Twitter is the most credible place. That's, that's where I go for all of my hard-hitting information. Ah, uh, well, that's good. Um, but yeah. yeah, that's, that's it for the MLS stuff. Let's get to, uh, the USMNT. USA. USA. I gonna, great. I thought you were going to jump in there. Oh, greatest country. <laughs> Do you want me? I can give a summary of the US, US's World Cup journey. Uh, Go for it, Dax. <laughs> because in case you didn't notice, the, the U.S. is has been eliminated from the World Cup. Big surprise. Sad. Um, Sad, but we did enough. It's it true. Good showing. And so I, I was. This is kind of a side note. I was talking to my wife Olivia about you know the World Cup, and I'm like, I wonder what it would be like to be a country that you know actually has a shot. Of winning the World Cup. Right. Like, you know, what what must it feel like to be basically anyone in UEFA and Argentina and Brazil? Like, how would that feel? And I yeah. imagine it would feel pretty... Because it's not an easy thing to win the World Cup, even if you are, you know, Brazil or, you know... I was going to say Belgium, but Belgium kind of poop to bed you know yeah well they were number two in fifa's rankings so yes even if you have a really good team it's not easy but like yeah we never had a shot to actually win the whole thing well yeah because we i mean i don't think either of us ever expected the u.s to to win the world cup this you know we we knew they weren't gonna win Mm-hmm. Um, so we had to, you know, define these arbitrary metrics of success. Like what would success look like? Um, and a bunch of other, you know, teams had to do that as well. Like, you know, Japan, South Korea, Morocco, like all of those teams had to, you know, define what success, Australia, Australia. Yeah. Like they had to define what success looked like and, you know, some of them exceeded expectations. Um, some of them 
you know, fell short of them, <laughs> like Canada. Um, Sad. <laughs> but yeah, so I guess in in summary, the U.S. made it out of the group stage um, w- with a total of five points. They did not lose in the group stage, so they tied Wales, tied England, and then beat Iran. Um, yeah, all pretty um, low-scoring, tight games. Yeah, it was interesting. They played, like, very, like, I'm not going to say they played defensively, but it kind of seemed like they weren't, they didn't try to score that much, you know? Well, I I have thoughts on this. I think we tried to score, we just... We just couldn't? We, we just didn't have a good plan yeah like especially that uh that netherlands game where netherlands was just sitting back and they were like all right come score on us Mm -hmm. and we had a ton of possession and we were just like uh uh what do we do now (laughs) Mm -hmm. no it, it yeah that's that's exactly it so the u.s got knocked out in the you know the round of 16 by the netherlands losing three to one um yeah which the netherlands is a really good team and it was also a tough matchup for us because our biggest weakness is we don't have a target nine Mm -hmm. and we struggle to break down teams like we're pretty solid defensively usually it wasn't great in that netherlands game but we're typically solid defensively and like against the giants that uh that like to possess and stuff like you look at the England game zero zero mm-hmm. and you could argue that we had the better chances in that one. That's true. Um, but that's because we were hitting on the counter and then Netherlands plays completely different and we are not good at breaking teams down. <laughs> so we still lack like the finesse of, you know, a team that actually, plays possession because it's interesting because i think that the that based on what i've seen that's what the u.s wants to be they like they don't want to be a team that just like hits on the counter they want to have the ball they want to possess the ball they want to break you know they, they, they want to eventually be able to break teams down which works against you know teams that aren't as good but as soon as you get a high quality team you know that knows what they're doing and they know what their style is. It's, it's kind of hard to to do that. Um, yeah. And I think that the U.S. just lacks the quality of players to do that against the best teams in the world. Which I mean, we we kind of expected that. I would say. Yeah. No. I. I think the U.S. performed exactly two expectations we didn't exceed we didn't met expectations yeah so was this was this world cup a success in your view okay absolutely uh we won a game we scored some goals we made it out of the group and i think tying against england was really big Mm -hmm. um the only the one like low point other than obviously losing to Netherlands was letting Wales score late 
I think yeah. we really deserved to win that game. Um, but uh, but the second half was also pretty poor. Uh, in that one, but like, yeah, I I didn't feel any like I guess frustration or anything losing yeah. to Netherlands because like I was happy with how we played. I feel like we went out and and went for it and gave it everything and uh we came up short but like there's a there's a talent gap you know yeah so and i i think that my expectations were the same i expected them to make it out of group um yeah because i mean they were put into a position where they should and but that's not an easy thing to do either um because mm. i mean the, I mean, theoretically, you have, you know, two good teams and two not-so-good teams, but that's so subjective in the world of soccer. So, I mean, there were plenty of, you know, pot two teams that didn't make it out of the group stage, you know, like... Some pot one teams. Oh, yeah, be- yeah, Belgium didn't make it out Belgium. of the group stage. Germany, Mexico, um, whoever Australia beat, I can't remember... Denmark? Oh yeah, Denmark. Like there there were plenty of teams that everyone thought were going to make it out of the group stages but didn't. Um so it's, you know, that's that's not an easy thing to do and the US did it. Um the only team in CONCACAF to do that, by the way. Um Yeah. That which I mean must it Costa prob- Rica was so close. Oh, dude, dude. that would have been, been so sick if they Both Spain and Germany out. <laughs> I <sighs> like I was watching that and like when they took the lead, I was like, shoot, like they might actually do it. Japan wins the group and Costa Rica moves on with them. Um, and then it lasted for like three minutes. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's got to feel good. To be the only team in CONCACAF to make it out of the groups. I mean, they had a better World Cup than Mexico. Yep. And I think that's the best measuring stick that we have. Um, aside from, like, past progress. Which, it's it's always hard to measure that as well. Because different teams, different situations. Um, but... But we, like, we had a really young team. Mm-hmm. Almost every single one of these guys will be back for the next cycle in four years. Um, so it's good experience for them, and like, we were competitive. It's true. We, I mean, we didn't just. There, there were there were clearly games where the U.S. was the better side. Yeah. And I think that's that's what's important. Now will will the US I guess this this is the question that I have. I mean, not that not I guess I I have it and I but I want to hear what you think. Like do you think that the US will ever be a team that can actually compete for the World Cup? Uh, yes, I think so. You think eventually we'll get there? Yeah. I mean, I'm just, just looking at, um, 
how youth soccer has changed in the U.S. over the last 10 years. Like, because I look at my experience in, like, the youth soccer programs, then I look at my 16-year-old brothers. Yeah. And it's, like, it's night and day, and the competition is as intense as ever. Um, Like, parents are willing to pay a lot of money yeah for like all this stuff and like um you've got mls is continuing to grow and and i mean that less as like oh wow there's a new expansion team and more as like the mls teams are investing in their youth programs and their facilities and like i don't know at the same time people say this after every world cup but like soccer's been on an upward trend in the u.s for a long time and uh i don't think like youth talents coming out of the u.s is going to stop like polisic was the first big deal yeah right and then you had reina and now we've got guys like musa and brendan aronson and like it's not going to stop. I don't think it's going to stop. So eventually you, I would assume that yes, we'll be able to compete. We lack like a true, true superstar. Yeah. Like a Virgil van Dyke or a, a Messi or a Neymar, you know? Um, and but, yeah, I, like, I know, like, Polisic was the first, you know, American to play on, you know, one of one of the big, in the big leagues on one of the big teams. Um, but, yeah, I think he is, you know, the first of a new, you know, a new generation, the golden generation. I know we, we hear that all the time. But yeah. I, I actually think that, you know that's that's a big point in U.S. soccer because I mean it seems like we hear about a new you know American soccer player every day that's that's playing on some European team and everyone's like oh you gotta gotta watch this kid and that's that's what we're missing is just American players playing in you know the biggest leagues in the world. And also just being recognized for their, you know, for what they do. Because after this World Cup, there are a whole bunch of rumors about different USMNT players going to big clubs. Um, And I think that, you know, those big clubs have seen that. And they, you know, if they haven't before, they are starting to see the U.S. as kind of like an untapped resource, if you will of mm-hmm. of you know young talent yeah well i mean this champions league is the first time around where like almost every single game had an american on one of the two teams mm-hmm. um and then yeah a ton of big big transfers of young mls kids going abroad yeah. So the this league is definitely more on the radar. And like just 
just the resources that the U.S. has, like... Just in terms of pure money is what you're saying? Yeah, in terms of pure money, yeah. in terms of, like, population. Like, if you're, if you're just talking, like, statistically, we have a lot of kids <laughs> mm -hmm. here in this country compared to, like, a smaller nation. Compared and to so, Wales. Like, yeah, exactly. Uh -huh. So I think we have a much better chance of actually competing than like a whales or someone oh yeah i i think you're right um unfortunately it doesn't just come down to money and population um no. but th i think the u.s is doing all of the right things like you said soccer's on the upward trend um and like they're there that we have seen you know I think I think looking at the MLS is a good indicator of how the USMNT does, not because I'm saying we should draw USMNT players from the MLS, but you see kind of what like the investment looks like. Yeah. Um and you can see that, you know, soccer is becoming more of more of like a staple um People have started caring more about the World Cup. I think that... Did, did we break records? This World Cup in terms of viewership? Yes. I, I know they were I talking so. about it. But like millions of Americans are starting to watch the World Cup when the USMNT plays, which is great. Hey, Joe Biden did a little thing. <laughs> I thought it was really cringy, but... Dude, it was so cringy. Did you hear the phone call that he had with the team? No. <laughs> he like called him. He's like, I know you guys are the underdog, but we're here rooting for you. And I'm like, Joe, what Like, what are you saying? <laughs> Did he say that like before the Iran game or something? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it was like before the whole... Oh, before the whole thing. Before the and I'm like, I mean, yeah, they're the underdog in the sense that like they're not going to win tell... it. Like, what you're saying is you could tell that he doesn't really know what he's talking about. And see, I, yeah, and and I know that. I don't know how how do you feel about people just watching the USMNT when the World Cup rolls around? Because honestly, I'm kind of fine with it. I don't really care. Yeah, I don't either. Like as the long more they as, watch, the better. Yeah, as long as they're getting recognition. I, I know I've seen some people on Twitter that are like, hey, if you liked watching the USMNT, here's their clubs and when they play. And I like, think, like, like trying to no. get them to, to watch more and things like that. And I'm like, the World Cup is a time for us to come together over sports. So I'm here for it. Yeah, I just wish that, I hope one day that we'll be so into it that we will, like, everyone will stop working to watch the game, like in other countries. No, I, I mean, that would be great. I don't think it'll ever happen, because... No, it probably won't, but... Yeah, like, we're but not I gonna... Hear, <laughs> I hear the romantic stories of, like, the Poland... Do they have a prime minister or president? I don't know. Yeah, probably. Whoever's running the country, like, 
uh, taking pictures of like, all right, <laughs> not working anymore. The game's starting. Let's go, you know. Or like stuff like that. The the Saudi Arabian government declaring a national holiday after they yes, beat Argentina. Like, can we get some of that, please? That's what I want. Nah, I think people like their their jobs too much. Not not people like they like working. The management likes productivity money. too much. Well, America does like money. That's true. But hey, I literally just didn't work and watched the games. So, I mean, <laughs> I was doing it myself. I'm ahead of the curve is is what we're saying here. Yeah, I took time off. Hey, Went I mean, bar. I have an hour for lunch, and I definitely um, took more than an hour for lunch. Um, <laughs> um, it it was funny. So, like, I was I was watching the U.S. Iran game, mm -hmm. and then like I and I wore my USMNT jersey to to work that day and I was watching the game and then after um the game was over I got up and I was walking around and then one of my co-workers like noticed my jersey and he's like hey is the U.S. playing today and I'm like uh yeah I I think they are and he's like and, and then I looked at my watch I'm like oh like the game should the game should be over by now and so he, he like looked up the score and he's like oh yeah they won they they advance and I'm like oh that's that's great I'm so glad that they did that <laughs> after I had just watched the game so class act Dex um so yeah I mean I'm proud see yeah Josh we're just on another level yep we we are ahead of the curve eventually everyone will get to that point and then we will have national holidays but right now we're just just a little underdeveloped in that department. And that's okay. It was fun, though. Mm -hmm. It was really fun watching. I haven't been that, like, invested in a game in a really long time. Mm -hmm. It's the first time watching a sporting event that, like, I started getting, like, really anxious, like... Yeah. Twitchy, I'm pacing. I've got that like flutter feeling in my chest where I'm like, oh my goodness, like the last, the second half of the Iran game. That one, that was, one was rough. That was a nail biter. And I'm just like trying to like, all right, it's just a game. Just chillax. Mm -hmm. You don't need to start pacing because I was watching that one in public. So it's like if I get up and start pacing. <laughs> yeah <laughs> at the, the bar i was at but it was it was fun no fun to get through yeah i i like during the england game i was i was kind of nervous before but then like once i saw how the u.s was playing and also it kind of helped that the game didn't really matter that much like if the u.s lost it wasn't the end of the world yeah um but like yeah, like, and then once they started playing, and I'm like, wow, they're actually doing really well, and they've had, you know, the better chances. Like, I was excited. Um, the Iran game was pretty <laughs> nerve-wracking. And then, honestly, the Netherlands game, I wasn't too, like, 
bummed out about it. The more I thought about it afterwards, I was like, oh, dang, they're out. But, like, during the game, I was just like, they've met expectations. Like, this is fine. Yeah, same. Type thing. I was like, I was like, we're playing with house money at this point. So yeah. anything beyond this will just be icing on the cake. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> anything better than this will just be even better than Mexico did. And that's all <laughs> that matters. <laughs> Yeah. Can can we? So, what, what, sorry, what were you gonna say? Oh, I was gonna move on. So go for it. Oh, I was just gonna say, can we talk talk about for a second how Canada wildly un- underperformed? Yeah, that was sad. Like, cause, some people were gloating about it, and I was like, I wanted Canada to do well. Well, it's it was interesting because I I did watch the Canada Belgium game. And, and like, they, Canada, I honestly thought Canada should have won that game because they had, you know, the the better majority of chances. And I knew that Belgium was ranked second in the FIFA rankings. So I'm like, oh, shoot, Canada is, like, an actual force to be reckoned with. Yeah. And it just turned out that Belgium was just straight really doo-doo. <laughs> and, you know, Croatia and Morocco literally kicked their trash. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just so interesting because, yeah, I don't know. I saw some Canada fans being hostile to, you know, the U.S. and being like, you guys aren't going to do well and things like that. And then that happened and I'm like, hmm, you know, underperformance is a real problem. Yeah, um, it was a bummer. I think they were too reliant on Davies. Yeah, I mean, kind of the same problem, right? Because, like, well, okay, Canada is nowhere near, like, the quality of players that the U.S. has at this point. Like, they got Davies, and then I don't really know. Jonathan David. Yeah, Uh, well, I heard Tejon Buchanan is going to probably go to a bigger club. Yeah. Um. After the World Cup, but. Um. Yeah, and their FIFA ranking shows they're they're ranked like what forty first, which mm-hmm. I think is you know aptly deserved. After their performance. Um. But yeah, they were they were they won Concacaf, and I think they were the worst team from Concacaf there. Really. See, I think they were better than Costa Rica. Costa Rica at least won a game. <laughs> yeah, they did. I guess it's fair to say that is one of the games that I didn't watch. The game that Costa Rica won. Costa Rica scored multiple goals. Canada scored one goal. Costa Rica also conceded so many. It, it was... Okay. Did you see... They, they, Spain put like six past them. It's seven. Spain, Seven. Spain oh, absolutely <laughs> destroyed them. You're right. Then they went and beat Japan, and then they, you know, they kept it really close with Germany until the end. So I think that's a pretty good performance from Costa Rica. Yeah, but they also conceded four goals against Germany too. It's true, but they're also they Germany. Just, they were wide open. Yeah, Costa Rica. I don't know. But he, but they scored. You know. 
three or so so goals against yeah. quality opposition. Canada score of one. The one against Morocco yeah. was an own goal. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, uh, sad day. And then you know Mexico. That was just disappointing. Remember when they were going to get eliminated on the fair play tiebreaker? Yeah, on yellow cards. That would have been great. That would have been so funny. I wish that had been the way they went out. But, but I mean, unfortunately, yeah. The U.S. definitely was the best CONCACAF team in the World Cup this time around. Yep. In my opinion. And- You'd hope that we'd hold that. I think at least for the next, like, ten years we should. Well, Mexico's going to get a new manager. Yeah. So yeah. we'll see how that... But uh, I've also heard... <laughs> the U.S. might also. Well, no, Twitter has been ablaze with rumors. Like, some people are like, <laughs> Burhalter's in talks of, nego- like, extending his contract. And then some other people are like, nah, Burhalter, like... Is out there, like they're both saying they're getting reports of that. So, I mean, just keep our eyes open with that. It I, doesn't really matter too much, but no, I will say Burhalter's been pretty dang successful. I would say so. I can't remember the last time we won this many trophies Gold Cup, Nations League. And well, then a good showing in the World Cup, I mean. Well, Nations League is something new. Um, that hasn't been, that's, I think the, the one that the U.S. won was the first one. Well, then I'm, then I'm right. <laughs> We've never won this many trophies, they just created <laughs> Um, oh, have you heard that, uh. I see no problem here. <laughs> have you heard that they're. They're in talks of letting the U.S. and Canada in the Copa America. Yes, I have seen that. That would be fun. That would be fun. I have no idea why they're not negotiating with Mexico. Probably because Mexico refused or something like that. But, but yeah, that would be pretty cool. And it would give the U.S. like way more experience. Because, I mean, they don't have to qualify for the next World Cup. Um, but they'll get experience playing against quality opposition, not just, you know, Trinidad and Tobago. Although you, you be careful with Trinidad and Tobago. They can surprise you. Too soon. It's still too soon. (laughs) Um, yeah, I wouldn't mind getting destroyed by Brazil. It'd be fun to watch. Every once in a while. That's one of those games where you lose like 6-0, but after it, you're like, Wow, that was some really pretty soccer. Yeah. Too bad uh, Brazil was the one scoring all the goals, but still. Dude, Brazil kind of looks unstoppable at this point. Oh, did you see the goal where, like, Richarlison's just sitting there juggling with it? I think so, yeah. And then, like, he just, like, hits a pass, another pass, and then they're scoring a goal. Oh, man, that, that was... Brazil looks pretty dang good. Yeah. South Korea's goal they scored, though, was a banger. I don't know if I saw... I don't think I saw that one. Hmm. There there are no games tomorrow, right? Uh, 
No. The next game is December 9th. Big sad. Friday. So, real quick, just just to update everyone on where we're at right now. Um, so, round of 16, Netherlands beat the USA 3-1. to And Argentina beat Australia 2-1. to um, Croatia beat Japan on penalties. And Brazil absolutely destroyed South Korea. France easily passed Poland. England easily passed Senegal. Uh, Morocco beating Spain on penalties. That was unexpected and awesome. Mm-hmm. Except also not awesome because that means I lost my bet. <laughs> Oof. How much money my... did you lose? A hundred bucks. <laughs> All my teams have officially been eliminated. I The three best teams I had in the tournament were Spain, Belgium, and Germany. <laughs> so after Belgium Two of your and Germany teams didn't even out, make it out of the group stage. Well, the only team that made it out of the group stage was Spain cuz I also had like Ghana, Saudi Arabia, ah, like yeah. Some of the teams that like no one expected to get out, mm-hmm. but like yeah, Spain was the only one that made it out and then I was like, "All right, all in on the Spain train." And then they lost. Yeah, they lost. I was like, "But I'm not even mad because let's go Morocco." Up. I love good. We love chaos, and I guess Morocco's the only upset. Yeah, yeah. Like because Portugal also thrashed Switzerland. Yeah. So uh, the 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 quarterfinal matchups are Netherlands Argentina. Um, Argentina probably the favorites, but it'll be close. Croatia Brazil Brazil the obvious favorites. Uh England France is the one that. That's a yeah. That'll be a good game. Know. Yeah, and then Morocco, Portugal. Um, so Morocco is the the ugly duckling in this group of teams. <laughs> They're the team I will be cheering for. It's like um, it's like that meme. Do you you know the meme of like, um, like all the the three the, dragon heads. I was thinking the one of the soldiers. And then, like, there's, like, a clown, <laughs> like, oh, and, and, like, all the soldiers. That's what I, I would, but, yes, the dragon heads is, is a good good one, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was surprised by Portugal, too, because mm-hmm. I expected them to get out, but I also thought they would be a little overrated. Uh-huh. But they really put a lot of goals on Switzerland. They might actually be contenders this time around. Yeah, you don't actually... I mean, I never thought of Portugal as like like a European powerhouse. I mean, they have Cristiano Ronaldo, but I'd put them, I would have put them on the same level as like Croatia. Yeah, or... but you forget that they have like Bruno Fernandes, who's one of the best in the world right now. Yeah, yeah, no, whatever. They got Bernardo Silva from man city like i watching portugal there were a ton of players where i was like oh really that dude's He's from portuguese portugal? dude i didn't know that <laughs> and i was like ah, oh, they're they've got more talent than i thought yeah yeah so, and then they beat switzerland 6-1 you know whatever it's <laughs> they're not that, that good though that was an interesting one so they benched ronaldo yeah and the guy that they started ahead of him like 21 it was like what his fourth cap or something mm-hmm. and he got a hat trick 
and he got a hat trick. <laughs> so it's like, mm, you can question the methods, but you can't question the results. Well, it's so interesting because when you're in that position and you have someone like Ronaldo, um, you know, people are going to be like, uh, what? Like it was, I remember like looking on Twitter and people are like, oh my gosh, Ronaldo's not, not starting. Like, could you imagine like the, the, um, blowback that the Portuguese coach would have had if they had lost this game and Ronaldo wasn't starting like, yeah, would have been insane. It's absolutely a lose-lose situation for Mm -hmm. the manager. And it doesn't help that uh, that instead of being a mature like leader from the bench, Ronaldo is a pouty mm-hmm. crybaby who's visibly upset, and I don't know, he's just... But, I mean, at some point, you just got to be like, all right, thanks, Ronaldo, but we're moving on. He's like 37 or something. Yeah, and he's, I'm pretty sure... Like it's it's pretty much a done deal that he's gonna go to Saudi Arabia. That's actually happening. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's that's what I saw. Oh my goodness. So Messi is playing, you know, for PSG and in the Champions League. Meanwhile, <laughs> Ronaldo is going to Saudi Arabia. I'm surprised he he is not going coming to MLS. Hmm. I'm not. We can't pay him enough money. You're right. That, That's why. Uh, LAFC has five designated players, and the Galaxy are getting fined for uh, <laughs> salary violations. Yeah. So. We didn't mention that, but the Galaxy are somehow in trouble. Yeah. It's like, they haven't even done anything. I know, everyone's like, everyone's like okay, now do LAFC. Like... <laughs> Like, there's no way that LAFC hasn't violated some rules. Yeah, you wonder. But, but, but anyways, uh, you got anything else to add, Dax? I, that's all I have. Nope. I think, I, I guess, um, some things that I learned from the World Cup is that Tyler Adams is the best player on the field for the USMNT. He's the best midfielder in the world. Oh, is that true? I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Huh. He's like the Holland of midfielders. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that's true, but he he was <laughs> definitely the best player on the field for the USMNT consistently. Um, yeah. And yeah, I also think Pulisic had a very good World Cup, which was good to see. Yeah, I was impressed with him. I feel like he stepped up when we needed him to. Yeah. So that goal he scored was huge. Mm-hmm. He obviously created the other goal we scored. Put it, um, putting it all on the line. Did you see all of the, <laughs> the memes about Pulisic? And he's like, you know, he, he gave his balls for the country. I, I kept seeing those, and, the, like, right from the very beginning, I was like, I don't think he got hit there. Yeah. Uh, higher up it was but yeah people wanted to believe it so mm-hmm. but, oh, yeah. uh yeah yeah i love the world cup 
Enjoy it while it's still going, everyone, because it'll be a long four years till the next one. So. Okay, okay, okay. So, here's the real question. Do you think that the U.S. will be able to contend for the World Cup in 2026? Because mm. I've seen a lot of people saying, like, here are the ages of all of these players in 2026. And theoretically, those players will all be, all of the players that we have now will be in their prime. And it'll be in the U.S. and Mexico and Canada, but mostly in the U.S. So is, a, is it the perfect storm? Or do you think that we're still lacking some, some talent? I mean, it's tough because that's four years away. It's true. It's true. <laughs> and a lot can change. Yeah. But if if you forced me to say something, I guess maybe leaning towards no. Okay. Like it's possible, but that would be a big jump for us. To, you know, never making it past the round of 16. Well, we made it to the quarterfinals once. Oh. I think. Actually, no. Didn't we, like, make it to the semis in, like, the... The third place 19? game? That sounds right. I think the last time the U.S. hosted the World Cup. It was in, like, the 1930s or something. Yeah. It was, like, way, way back. But but recently, we haven't made it. We made it to the quarterfinals, like, once in 2002 or something. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I would be pretty surprised if we were, like, contending next World Cup, but it's possible. Anything's possible. Yeah. Because, I mean, you got you got kids for Spain like Gavi and Pedri who are like 18 or whatever. Yeah. So age isn't necessarily the deciding factor. No, it's, good to, have, it's factor. good to have a good mix. Yeah. Like, but... Uh, well, this team yeah. was very young. Like, one of the youngest I've seen. Yeah, yeah. But... Anyways, yeah, I think it'll be interesting to keep an eye on them and see see what happens. See where these guys go, because there are a whole bunch of rumors flying around that all of these big clubs are interested in them. Yeah, and if you do really like soccer, and this was like your first World Cup, and you really like one of the U.S. players, like it's fun to follow some of the European teams. It is. It can be fun, you know? Mm-hmm. I enjoyed, like, I didn't watch Chelsea regularly, but when Pulisic was playing in the Champions League, I flipped it on. And I got to see him score that goal against Real Madrid. Give it a little look. That, or, was it against Real Madrid that pushed them into the finals? Oh, I don't know. I don't remember. It was a while ago, but, but yeah, I mean, there's lots of soccer to watch if you want. Yep. Soccer's everywhere. Anyways, enjoy the rest of the World Cup, everyone. And uh, we will see you next time. Yep. See you next time.